It's time for the Fun Size Show! Welcome back to the Fun Size Show. That's right, where it's just the right size, or that's what they keep telling me. It's it's a podcast. It's not going to ruin your appetite for other longer podcasts that are out there. We are not going to ruin your whole day, but we will keep you company on your way home to and from work or maybe at, at lunchtime. It's it's just it's just right. And we welcome back to the show as we turn the tables. That's right. All good game shows have a twist. We are turning the tables on Andy Shaw. All right. I'm ready for you, Ken. Let's see what you got for me today. Welcome back to the show. You were on the last episode because you donated 25 bucks to the Nashville Rock'em Pod. Yes, I did. Glad to help out to a great cause and try to uplift the podcasting uh, world and brands. Yes, and uh, I'd like to just float this out there and let everyone know, if you ever do donate any monies towards the Being on the Fun Size show... It's always going to go towards a cause or something. We want to use this as, as a way to help people if they need it or a way to help make something happen. So it's, it's, it's not like it's just going to pay for fun-sized candy bars, right? <laughs> so today on our show, we are Turning the Tables, in which you will have ten questions and three guesses. Are you up to the challenge? Oh, I'm, I'm ready, sir. Let's go. It's go time. Okay, here we go. I'm going to log in my artist and my song. Boop, boop, beep, beep, boop. All right, there we go. Lock and load. Are you ready, Andy Shaw, to play the Fun Size Show? Here we go. Question number one. All right, is this a group, duo, or individual artist? He is a solo artist. Okay, well, that's or wait. a two Actually, I'll, I'll answer it in a better way. Okay. He was a solo artist. Ooh. Was a solo artist. Okay. Past tense. Yeah. Okay. And is this solo artist, what, uh, what decade uh, would they be know, best known from? I'm going to say the 50s. I mean, like, that's, like, you can say whatever you want about Paul McCartney, but you always have to say, like, he started out in the 60s and made his name in the 60s. He kept his name in the 70s and still continues, but he's known for his, primarily for his work in the 60s. It'll always dwarf anything else that was done, right? Sure. Well, I know him now as a car karaoke singer. Yes. (laughs) What a fantastic episode that was. Oh, yes, yes. All right, so 1950s. Let's see here. What style of music would he best be known for? This is a very interesting question. Like, for example, if I say rock or rock and roll, what comes into your head? Because rock and roll can be everything from Stray Cats to John Cougar to Mm. anything, right? So I'm going to say early rock and roll. Early rock. Okay, would that include rockabilly? It could. There's, there's, could. it's there. Yeah, it's there's definitely a... there. How okay, could it not be? There's a taste be? of rockabilly. All right. How could it not be? It was the fifties. Okay. And is this artist 
known or is this artist originating from the uh, southern states? Yes. By the way, I just did that thing, like that annoying thing when on people are asked on a guessing game show, they go, yes, they'll lean into the microphone. <laughs> yes, Andy. Okay. I'm losing track of my questions here. Was that four? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Southern artist. Hmm. Would this artist... Did this artist record for Sun Recordings or Sun Studios? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, that only narrows it down to about 12 guys. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. I might be better off just picking them off one at a time. Uh, let's see here. The Sun Studio guys, you'd have Carl Perkins, you'd have Elvis, you'd have Johnny Cash, you'd have, oh, Jerry Lee. Um, hmm. But we can eliminate Johnny Cash because, you know. Okay. That's we, that's that's a country artist for all intents and purposes. Even well, though there is rockabilly there, it's true. You know. Okay. Did this artist uh, ever have blue suede shoes? <laughs> yes, this artist did. Now that puts it down to two now uh, from some yes, studio. It does. Okay. Well, I think Elvis would be too obvious. And I think you've got a little bit more love for Carl Perkins in your heart to shine the shine the love on Carl Perkins here today. I'm going to guess Carl Perkins. Oh, man. What have you done to me? Made you waste a question or a guess. That's oh, all. Man. All right. Uh, how about is this Elvis? It is the king. All right. Elvis in the 50s. I didn't say oh, the song I, was oh, in the yeah, 50s, we just, Oh, that's right. We hadn't even got... Is your song... Uh, what decade is your song? The 70s. No. The 70s. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now, would this song be on a Greatest Hits package, or is this a little bit more obscure? You know, that's... This doesn't really work for Elvis, does it? Well, I mean, I've had numerous Elvis Greatest Hits collections, and... uh... The problem with saying, well, was this song on an Elvis Greatest Hits? The problem is, is Elvis has so many great hits that it's like, that doesn't really... Okay, okay. It was a big song. Big song, okay. Is this a top ten song? Mm. On the pop charts. It was just under the top ten charts, but this song is a great, great song. A great, great song. Okay. Mm. 70s. I'm going to make a guess of uh, a hunk of burning love. One more guess left, and you have three more questions. I feel my temperature rising now, Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... (laughs) Oh, I just missed the top ten. Oh, boy. 70s Elvis. <sighs> um, 
that rules out suspicious minds because I think that was 69 and that was number one what a great song uh, oh yeah right now do you feel caught in a trap <laughs> I can't let go yeah Oh, gosh, Ken, I don't even know how to even slice this down with questions. Um, is the songwriter well-known? Is this a well-known songwriter who wrote the song? I'll give you uh, some clues. This songwriter is really well-known in, I'm going to say, the country pop charts. He went on to have a career unto himself, and there you go. Would the songwriter be Eddie Rabbit? The songwriter would be Eddie Rabbit. Okay. Uh, now I'm just scanning my brain of uh, all the songs. Eddie Rabbit, I know he wrote one hit. Uh, is the song Kentucky Rain? This song is Kentucky Rain. You are correct, sir. Oh, Ken, you picked a great one. This is a great song. There's a lot of aching and longing in this song. It's a great performance from Elvis here. You know, there's times where, for example, Mickey Dolenz, Elvis, there are a few people that when they sing, they're not just singing, they're, they're, they're doing a little play right there. You know what I'm saying? Sure, emoting. Yes, they're emoting, and they're acting almost within the song. And people don't think about it that way. But uh, you can feel the, the longing and the hurt of the main protagonist of this song. Oh, definitely. You like this song? Oh, I love it. This is a great one. I would not have thought of this one because uh, you're right. This one just kind of some Elvis packages have it and some don't. It's kind of on the fine line of uh, how much room they could squeeze on a CD probably. Well, when you think about it, it's like this would be on volume two maybe or volume three. That's right. how many greatest hits Elvis had, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And then there's the gospel stuff that he did, and there's just so many ways you can cut up that catalog and resell it. So And they have. Yeah, <laughs> and will continue to do so. Yes. As long as greatest hits sell, people always say, well, why are they putting out another greatest hits package? Do you know why they do that all the time? Uh, ka-ching? Well, it's, it's more than ka-ching. It... Like, for example, there's a Monkees compilation that just came out, and a lot of Monkees fans went nuts. Why are you doing this? You know, who's this for? And it was called an introduction to the Monkees, right? And it only costs four ninety nine. But this puts it in the catalog that week. So the chances of getting it into a store or it getting attention... Oh, sure. It, it's almost like a loss leader. You know, it's, it's like yep. a Monkees Whitman sampler, right? <laughs> it keeps it out there in front of the public eyes and nose right and ears more importantly i guess since it's music but people people get upset real dedicated fans who feel that they have to like own everything those are the ones that get upset about compilations because is this one have a version of a song that's three seconds shorter than that one and oh now i need to buy that and you know it just frustrates <laughs> people yeah, well, Craig from the same page podcast in Pods and Sods, I'm sure, is adding it to his master database of, uh, you know, versions and mixes that are uh, commercially released. Yeah. God bless Craig. Who who will be at the <laughs> Rock and Pod 2018? Excellent. He's a great guy, him and Eric Miller. Well, without further ado or further don't, here is Elvis Presley with one of his comeback hits, Kentucky Rain. 
Seven lonely days and a dozen times ago I reached out one night and you were gone Don't know why you'd run, what you're running to or from All I know is I want to bring you home So I'm walking in the rain, thumbing for a ride on this lonely Kentucky back road I've loved you much too long My love's too strong Let you go Never knowing was a 1970 hit song for Elvis Presley. It featured pianist Ronnie Millsap and was written by Eddie Rabbit and Dick Hurd. The single peaked at number 16 on the pop charts. It was recorded at American Sound Studios. Yeah, this this one is is great. Oh yeah, because he you know he had come back from this with the 68 special and was kind of on a roll and uh, yeah he was just re- kind of hitting a stride here in the late 60s early 70s. Released as a single on January 29, 1970, Kentucky Rain was one of the early hits in the 70s for Presley. Though the song was not included on an album until the compilation package Worldwide 50 Gold Award Hits Volume 1. Hmm. So, there you go. How about that? You know, what's funny, Ken, is you mentioned Ronnie Millsap played on it. 
this almost is kind of the precursor to Smoky Mountain Rain. Yeah, it's very similar to that. Very similar. I, I would say, yeah, very, uh, very similar in the, in the emotion as well. Yeah, and it's got that Full descending, stops. like that going down, down, down. It's There's a similar piece in that as well. Sure. And, you know, it's 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 a great thing to eat a fun-sized candy bar by. So <laughs> since since you picked, you won. You stumped. You, yes. You, you beat Ken Mills. There you go. Awesome. You've made my day, Ken. Excellent. This <laughs> is one of those games that you play while driving on a long drive with your friends or family and you 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 know you're tired of playing slug bug or find something that begins with an a this is the fun size show it's it's just right that's right everyone should be playing that's right you did it you did good oh, man you had me you had me going there for a little bit i was getting i was getting nervous at the beginning yep it, it's not as easy as people think it might be oh no when i'm playing in the car it's it's a lot easier <laughs> i'm like you know, because you don't, the pressure's not on you. You're not talking to, you know, a live person and kind of be a little bit more in your thoughts. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for being on the Fun Size Show today, and we'll see everybody on the next one. Say goodbye, Andy. Goodbye, Andy. And that's our show. The Fun Size Show is part of the Pop, a pop culture podcast network, a concept from the dumbass mind of the podfather, Ken Mills. Any samples of music or TV heard here remain the property of their owners. Opinions heard here belong to the people who express them and may not reflect the views of our staff. If you like something you heard, buy it today. And if you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook or Twitter and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm your announcer, Christine Wolf, saying, remember to make every day fun-sized. was romantic, right? <coughs> Passionate, yeah. No, Brony, that was too little too late. Too little? You said it was a good size. When a girl says it's a good size, it's a nice way of saying that it's small. Hey!